Welcome to another episode on the Home Tech Talk podcast. My name is Jake. And my name is Aiden. On this episode, we'll be covering the Stereonet Hi-Fi show down in Melbourne. I unfortunately wasn't able to make it. However, Aiden went down and had a chat with a few of the guys at the show. Yeah, in this episode, I was lucky enough to catch up with Ross and Jack from Pitt and Giblin, a really cool speaker manufacturer located here in Australia. They're doing really interesting things with powered hi-fi speakers. Yeah, so we hope you enjoy this episode and please don't forget to like and subscribe to keep up to date. Sitting down looking at the Pitt and Giblin speaker range, do you want to just give us a bit of a rundown? We've got Ross and Jack who are the what, designers, engineers, builders, builders, manufacturing? A bit of manufacturing. Yeah, nice. So, I mean, super interesting, two, two models in the line. What is that, Superwax? Yeah, we've got Superwax behind us. Yeah. Uh, Superwax is a, a three-way loudspeaker. All our, um, all our speakers are active, um, and the reason for that is a very conscious choice. Um, Jack will probably expand more on that. Um, but yeah, we, we've got Superwax behind us, which is a three-way, double 15-inch, 10, and a one-inch compression driver. And then we've got Superwax Mini, which is a two-way. Yeah. And that is a very particular-looking waveguide. What are we, what are we working so with there? The waveguide was the, the starting point in the system, uh, effectively. Um, it's the combination of a fairly intensive and fairly long-term study into waveguide directivity control. So effectively trying to optimise the consistency of the response in room yeah. as opposed to, to just tuning for a single listening position, um, which is not, not really effective in real rooms because you've got a lot of reflections going on that a lot of kind of manufacturers don't account for. Um, so is it a wide dispersion pattern or is it narrow? It's a fairly wide dispersion pattern, but the, the width is less critical than the consistency of performance as you change in, oh, in okay. relationship to... To so as you go off the axis, there's no yeah. loss in performance. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, very consistent frequency response off axis. Um, and the the use of DSP enables that because we can correct for the power response. Yeah. And, I mean, the finish, I mean, it's not just a plastic press mould. No, absolutely not. So they're cast in solid phosphor bronze. They're about seven, seven and a half kilos each. Yeah. Um, Two reasons for the casting. The the main one is the reproducibility. So we get a really consistent um, profile. The the pattern is is exact. Um, they're also CNC machined um, to to make sure that the contours and everything are, are perfect, yeah. exactly as designed. Um, and also, we love the way the bronze looks. Yeah, and that's very very. I mean, it's an incredible looking product. There's not. I mean, even the cabinet and the way that the the brass m- matches to that front baffle is looks magic thank you so i mean you guys are pretty young i mean it's not common that especially at a hi-fi show that we see this sort of demographic um how do we sort of get more of people of your age bracket or the new generation of audio people into this is this like i guess you guys come from a bit of a live performance type of background is that the performance characteristic that you try and built in and that's the, like the excitement of it or there's a fair bit of of that built in i mean we we designed a product effectively that um mimics the sort of environments that we like to listen to music in and the experience that that we want to create and facilitate people having sort of at home yeah 
so yeah the the live kind of the big dynamic sound the the ability to push the levels up a bit and and maintain the the clarity and the lack of distortion yeah um is all kind of part of it well they are certainly doing that those super waxes can go quite loud yeah i guess loudness isn't like isn't all of it um part of it is like has to do with i guess what people consider to be speakers or hi-fi or listening systems um so much of the culture i guess surrounding music listening listening has changed with i guess the advent of like more mobile um and you know wireless streaming and um tiny portable music players and headphones and and ipod and i think that people are probably now coming back around to actually spending time listening to music at home i think that um we've certainly seen it even with our time at the hi-fi show our first one as um as just mm-hmm. patrons as visitors to the show uh four years ago now we we would have been the youngest people here by a country mile um and now we're back four years later with i guess some some more experience but there's other people here that are younger yeah. than us um people looking around people experiencing new ways to um to experience music really yeah Yeah. so it is interesting that whole playback on your mobile device and whatever else i think historically it was like people sitting down with the time and intent just to concentrate on the music i think that's probably still not where we're at but now it's more like a case of like just having a good quality playback system for you to walk around and enjoy this the sound the music throughout your home with whatever you happen to be doing so it's like multitasking and you can tell by the people that are coming through the door as well like um, there's still like something awkward going on when you ask people what would you like to listen to and they go um, you know whatever you would recommend that best suits the speaker and and those are the ones that you can tell aren't actually music focused they're people that are more interested in the equipment and and listening to music on equipment not necessarily listening to the music yeah um but more and more, and the people that spend a more significant amount of time in our listening room, um, they're happy to listen to the music that they want and they are confident with their choices as well. Yeah. That's very interesting. I think I'm quite guilty of the uh, equipment thing. I'm a bit of a gearhead myself. I mean, everyone can be, and, and even though we're certainly like music-focused, it's hard, it's hard not to find tracks that are like particularly well mastered that aren't necessarily the sort of music that you listen to but you've got to come back to the stuff that really like yeah. that you that really resonates with you um, and that's what we look for in I guess in our speakers um, yeah. the ability for that experience to sound even better I see you getting some good traction in sort of like some like bars and things like that like people in those environments it seems to suit that environment really well and gives people a really kind of good hi-fi type experience in those like what are they like bars wine bars restaurants cafes type all of the above yeah Yeah. we we've sort of partnered with a few venues like that um, primarily because we want to showcase our product in an environment that we think is enjoyable to be in and and gets gets people to sort of enjoy the product in a, a comfortable atmosphere rather than yeah. feeling like they're Stop sort of being put on trial in a, a hi-fi store. Yeah. Yeah, so do you send people to those places? So go we and do, have a beer sure. and Definitely. have a listen to the yeah. system. Yeah, that's a really interesting way of going about it. And most of the, um, the, the bars, wine bars, restaurants, cafes that we do partner with get feedback um, not only on the speakers but also on, I guess, 
for lack of a better way of saying it, like the acoustic intent, like it's music forward. So we try and make sure that it's not just expensive pe- speakers put in a room, like most of this, yeah. well, a lot of this hi-fi show. Yeah. Um, they go the extra mile that um, we do consultation with acoustic treatment, um, which doesn't only just better the experience of music but also the experience of the space and you know talking with friends and enjoying what you're there for yeah being able to just have a conversation in a space and still enjoy some music at the same time as opposed to just listening to the reverb of a room yeah so so often it's mutually exclusive because either you can't hear the music or you can't hear who you're talking to yeah yeah that's a very and so you guys are regularly building acoustic panels and whatnot just to uh not building so much but certainly aiding specification and you know basically pointing pointing commercial venues and things in the right direction yeah yeah cool. the bigger the space gets the more kind of intensive that that becomes but yeah yeah definitely and like with your ability to, to utilize dsp do you do room specific like eq or setup in absolutely. those venues absolutely so one of the the big things with our business model being direct to consumer we really enjoy talking to to all of our clients directly and we install ourselves and and do room tuning for them yeah. to sort of maximize the performance in their space yeah. um sometimes kind of multiple presets to optimize either for a single listing position for people that do a lot of the really intentional listening or alternatively just um removing kind of problematic parts of the the in-room response for yeah. people that um, listen kind of all over a bit more. Yeah, that's de- that's something that's obviously, you know, not that common in the traditional hi-fi space. I mean, it's kind of, DSP's going in room calibration is coming. You know, the benefits of that are pretty well widely known at this point, but being able to do that in each speaker and, you know, without the use of external hardware is pretty pretty unique. The other thing that, um, that you were touching on before about the sort of the younger generation, I think a lot of people really value convenience. Um, and so a big part of the product is that, you know, we have uh, an active source selection and automatic switching. So if you go home and you, you get your phone out and you play some music um, to your streaming device or whatever yeah. it may be, everything's all automatic. So using the product is the same amount of effort as playing to, to any other little Bluetooth speaker or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then we, we do some tuning to optimise the, the response and consistency throughout a kind of wide living area. Yeah. It just means that you get home and even if you're cooking dinner or something, you put some music on. And So rather than you know having an expensive hi-fi system that's used once a blue moon when you get the time, it becomes part of your yeah, everyday life and people listen to more music more of the time and enjoy it more. And it's is, easier, and quicker, easier yeah. and quicker to access. Mm. And that's the same. Like, do they, you, do you have many people connecting like TVs and things to For these? Sure. Or, yeah, yep. so they've got digital or optical digital inputs. Most people and, use use multiple sources um i don't have a tv but personally i have a record player and uh um and a streamer and yes just switch between the two but lots of people use them kind of either side of a a tv do a bit of streaming watch some movies all that sort of stuff yeah cool what else do we need to know about them made in hobart yeah i guess um, they're not available in passive for a lot of good reasons um Accessibility is one thing. I mean, um, we're going for a very high-performance product in the price bracket um, and also using the technology that we have. So, like, even though elements of SuperWax and SuperWax Mini are quite traditional, like, they're a a relatively square box, 
um, big drivers, massive cast bronze waveguide. We're we're using DSP and active active amplification to, I guess, take a more contemporary um, like take on on this. Yeah. Um, and I think that if you don't quite understand why we can't make them passive, um, there's a lot of like good resources on our website as to why we don't. Um, primarily, it has to do with utilising the technology um, of especially the constant directivity waveguide. Um, which Jack might probably expand on a little bit. Um, we could very easily get deep into the weeds here, but the short don't version do it, is don't do it to me. I can't keep up with that. <laughs> <laughs> the short version is that optimizing the the power response and the consistency as you move off axis um, comes with um, an inherent trade off with the on axis frequency response, and DSP allows us to correct for that right. in a way that you you just can't do passively. Yeah. Um, the alternative, the kind of traditional use of, of horns rather than waveguides, um, is effectively optimising for on-axis frequency response at the expense of power response. So the waveguide is very much designed with, with DSP in mind and is, yeah, the, the two function together. Yeah. Um, so it's a complete ecosystem type It is, it absolutely is. And, the, I mean, the short version is that a passive version wouldn't sound nearly as good. Yeah. And it just, that's a way for you guys to control the performance that you're getting out, you know, for people out in their own homes so that you can guarantee that they're going to get the best It, it is a guarantee and it's, it's, uh, it's an out-of-the-box plug-and-play um, speaker that is unlike probably just about anything else realistically. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't think of many large format um, active speakers that you can just get out and plug in and they just sound good. Yeah. Um, certainly, a little bit of tweaking would be required for complex rooms, but we've done most of the hard work. Also, that the product gives you the ability to, to do that tweaking without needing additional equipment. I mean, there's the old school kind of hi-fi crowd. I guess uh, enjoys a lot of the the gear side of things, which yeah. is totally totally valid. Um, but the the tinkering and the the matching of equipment and everything is a bit of a barrier to entry for a lot of people yeah. and we're we're trying to provide a product that that somebody can you know put in their home and instantly they have great sounding music that's that's easy to yeah easy to run all that sort of stuff it's just it simplifies it yeah easy to get performance i mean they they're a piece of art effectively as with that waveguide i mean it's just it's definitely unique it's like nothing else that i've seen at least not here anyway so, yeah, congratulations. I think we've pretty much covered it. Well done. Thank you. Product looks great. Sounds Thanks great. Thanks for having us. No worries. Thanks for doing it. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please like and subscribe to keep up to date and see many more from the Stereonet Hi-Fi Show in Melbourne. Thanks for watching, and there will be links in the description below for each of the products that we discussed in this episode.